In the public bathroom system, graffiti-based offences are considered especially intriguing. In Melbourne, the dedicated detectives who investigate these sick-as felonies are members of an elite squad known as Good Graph. These are their stories. In Melbourne, the detectives... <laughs> <laughs> that part's hard. How did you go with your graffiti this week? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I think I was... it's lockdown. Like you said, I sound like Homer before. Like I'm just like, because I'm so bored. I'm just starting to like say words differently and shit just to like spice up my life. Like I'll yes. see one of my housemates in the morning and I'll be like, hello, morning. Or like just say <laughs> things with a different inflection just because there's uh, nothing else to do. No. It's like, have you seen that clip of Nigella Lawson being like, I'll just pop it in the microwave. <laughs> And I'm just like going there and be like, like. Avene. <laughs> yeah. uh, the refrigerator. <laughs> it's desperate. Um, it's desperate times. It is. But I've had a good week um, <laughs> deconstructing the piece of graffiti that you sent me, which was the most disgusting piece of graffiti I'm that so we've dealt sorry. With so far. When I went back to have a look at what I was supposed to write about, I was like, this is not equal. Yeah. I have like, nice cute thing and then i just sent you something horrific it's absolutely grotesque i almost want to put like a trigger warning before i like get into it because it's so gross (laughs) (laughs) the piece of graffiti (laughs) that jordan has asked me to investigate which you can see on our instagram page it's good to get it up in front of you while you're listening it's um it's It's gross it's it's so gross (laughs) it's a blank white canvas i'm gonna guess i well i think from my investigation it's on the back of a door of a cubicle like on the on the inside yeah person was sitting down while they wrote this Mm -hmm. on the door um and there's no other graffiti on the on the door um and then in big like quite bold prominent letters all capitals oh god <laughs> they're really <laughs> trying to hammer down this point all capitals it says all turds over six inches must be hand lowered <laughs> six inches is underlined as well which is <laughs> i don't know it kind of makes it worse for some reason I don't know i'm why. literally tearing up hearing it's you so say that gross. again it's like and just like the the hand lowered aspect of it oh. <laughs> Like I'm retching. I, 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 I'm so sorry. I hate myself for doing this to you, but I am curious to see (laughs) the story behind it. Yeah. I needed something like this to get my hands dirty. Pun intended. Absolutely intended. So this was, um, this was, this was written, uh, and my, this it's gross. This whole investigation is gross. So like the whole thing's gonna be gross. So just prepare yourself. But it has to be because of what you've sent me. Like there was no way that this couldn't be disgusting. Yeah. It's Maybe I thought disgusting. that there'd be like a another spin on it, but I suppose I mean yeah. you did this you studied <laughs> yeah. it. This, this is all you. This is all this is what it is, you know. I can only tell the truth. I'm a truth teller. Mm. So it all starts it's it's happened it, it's in New York, this piece of graffiti. It's, oh my god, in, NYC. Uh, in NYC, upper Upper West Side, um, quite nice area of New York. It was written by a woman called Josie. And Josie, for all her life, has been someone who, she's in her 40s now, but all throughout her life, she's been someone who is 
quite um well she, she's like corporate she's a banker um she's very fastidious what does that word mean do you know what that word means it's your word man <laughs> <laughs> it just feels fastidious. right fastidious, fastidious. It's, it sounds like studious yeah this, so, but like, fisting. Like, i think it's like <laughs> it's just, <laughs> fastidious fastidious like she's very particular gets things done in the very right way attentive always. attentive yeah yeah, yeah. she's and, that sort of person yeah yeah Correct. she's she's you know she's always on time to all her engagements she's always like uh you know never in a rush everything's in order everything's blah 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 must be nice so, i know <laughs> <laughs> so the other aspect of her personality and josie and i sort of have this in common in a way but hers is more extreme she's like really like self-conscious about I don't even want to say the word pooing. <laughs> I'm going to have to get used to saying that word because I'm going to say it a lot over the next few minutes. She's very like, she's, she's, <laughs> and this is again, this is pun intended again. She's very anal about pooing. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very like particular about it. She doesn't like anyone knowing that she is pooing or that she has pooed or that she will poo or just the whole subject she doesn't oh, talk it's about it humiliating it's gross it's not yeah yeah and i'm like that as well like i just don't i i don't it's not <laughs> you don't anyway. want anyone to know that you <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so fair. i don't if you're listening to this i don't actually <laughs> for the record which is weird but whatever i just don't anyway <laughs> but josie's more extreme than me josie is extreme to the point where like she's when she's at um parties and social events or or dates or um whatever it might be anytime she's around other people say if she's she goes to a lot of like she lives in new york a lot of little dinner parties at people's apartments on the upper yeah. west side often the apartments are quite small you know it's a new york apartment and the toilet's just there so it's all so it's like it's not like a big house where you could like go inside make a drink and also at the same time sneak off to the toilet or whatever you know it's like if you get up from the dinner table and go mm. to the toilet people know exactly where you're going yeah so she's in that environment a lot and she doesn't like that because she's such a self-conscious poor um <laughs> so she... it's, you sound like a baby like anyone yeah, saying i'm like nanny and i <laughs> this 18 month old just so turning to me every three hours being like poo poo <laughs> and now it's you <laughs> oh god um so she um so she she has these rules these sort of uh it's like a she has a ritual like a shitting ritual that she follows every time she goes to the toilet when she's in a social situation so mm -hmm. there's a few rules clear rules that she follows that make it she basically what she's doing is completely avoiding the discussion or the it, she's just making it seem like she never shits right yes that's, that's the idea the first rule that she follows is um it's something she calls the courtesy flush. And that's where you immediately, as soon as you've done the shit, she will flush the toilet straight away so that the smell is, doesn't have time to like enter the bathroom, like get rid of the item that's creating the smell before it even has a chance to create the smell. So that's the first thing. Very yeah. smart. She's yeah. thought about this a lot. Yeah. yeah. So she does that. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that's this is and this is another one that this is a pretty extreme one. Like obviously another thing about doing a shit is that you're going to be in the bathroom for longer and in these small New York apartments people will notice so even if you get rid of the smell it's still like oh she's been in the toilet for a while she's obviously just done a shit and she doesn't want people having that thought so what she'll do and this is where it gets very uh, over the top by mm. Josie throughout the night say if she's at a dinner party throughout the night every time she goes just to piss she'll take a long time like she'll piss and then just stand in the toilet for a few minutes so that everyone assumes that her pisses just take that long so then when she takes a shit it's the same amount of time as all her pisses have been that night if i was at that dinner party i would assume she had diarrhea <laughs> i thought you might say that <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not very logical of Josie. I mean, no. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, this is just what her process is. I don't think it's very smart. It's just no. um, wishful just thinking. Does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. To get through the it's, day. It is actually, it is. It's to get through the day. It's like more about her own mind. Like, cause no one even cares, you know, it's all no in cares. her own head. Mm. Anyway, finally, the most extreme rule that she follows and has always followed throughout her life when she's in these social situations if she can tell that it's going to be a big shit i.e more than six inches long she to avoid the sound of it hitting the water because she's worried that the people in the dinner the party cacophony of sound. <laughs> <laughs> that loud splash mm. she'll hand lower those shits into the toilet that's one of the things that she does <laughs> anyway so this is this has been her way of life or her way of shitting for a long time since she was young and she eventually realized like recently a few years ago this is ridiculous like this is this i'm letting this rule my life it's crazy and she started seeing a therapist about it she started having really intense therapy talking about her shitting and why she's so self-conscious about shitting and and delved really deep into her childhood and you know that it was there was stuff to do with fucking attachment theories and all this sort of shit with her parents her, you know she got abandoned on the toilet when she was a little kid or something there was a lot of stuff to unpack right yeah and so she, she unpacks that all with the therapist over a period of like two years, right? Yeah. Just therapy once a week. And she eventually gets to the point. It's beautiful. She gets to the point where she's fine about it. And she, she goes to a dinner party and she's like, tonight's the night. I'm just going to go to the toilet like a normal person during this dinner party. And I'm just going to take a shit and then I'm going to flush it. And then I'm going to come back, wash my hands, come back out like a normal person. And she does that. She goes in, she takes a massive shit and it's, it's bigger than six inches, this shit. And it's so big that the splash from the water comes up and <gasps> hits, hits her legs. Like she feels the splash of the water. But she's fine about that. She's happy about that. She was like, yeah, that was a massive shit. I felt the splash. It. Like I'm new woman, you know, I can shit now. Yeah. She goes back out into the party. Of course, no one notices. No one cares. It's all good. Like she realizes this is all fine. I shouldn't have been so drastic. I shouldn't have been hand lowering my shits into the water all these years. What have I been thinking? And then the next day she gets a UTI from the splash water hitting her. No, girl. <laughs> That's like, ugh, like this is a bit of a tangent, but this is like when like 
friends of mine who like have big dry spells and then they finally have sex. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And then they immediately get a UTI. Exactly. It's so unfair. The UTI just comes at the most unfair time. She's just changed like she's changed her whole life, you know. This is huge. And she's on the toilet the next day pissing with a UTI, which I've never had a UTI, but from what I've heard, like that's quite painful. Yeah. (laughs) So she's experiencing that and she's pissing and she's sitting there and she's at um she's at an art gallery in New York, actually, really fancy art gallery. She's sitting there, she's pissing, and all her therapy, everything that she's worked towards, it just goes out the window and she just is so angry and she writes on the toilet wall all what is it all turds over six inches must be hand lowered because she's just she's come full circle and she's oh. like fuck it i should have never changed my ways i should have always hand lowered them oh my god it's like uh that moment in black swan when she's like riding whore in red lipstick <laughs> in an episode <laughs> it is it is a lot like that and yeah. it's it's i haven't actually seen black swan but it's similar i reckon similar aesthetic like josie's story would be a black swan-esque i don't really know what yeah. happens but is black swan is there like is there ballet in black swan is it that is it yeah bang on um ballet? it sounds like you saw the poster <laughs> yeah i did, I did. Um, but that's the sort of world that josie's operating in you know these like sh- these sort of fancy like New philanthropic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 she's yeah. going to ballet fundraisers and stuff like that well black swan is about like trying to achieve perfection exactly that's what that's what Josie's story is about she tried so hard and then she tried so hard to accept her imperfection and accept the fact that she just shits like a normal person and when she did that she got a UTI how sad and how like also human like how often do we dedicate or like commit to one thing and then to change things up we swing way too hard in the other direction exactly yeah 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 and it comes crashing down Oh my God, poor Josie. Like I just, and I really like empathize with her as well. I mean, I remember it was a whole thing on like school camps, like no one would shit on school camps. Yeah. um, Cause they made you like dig a hole. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, if I shit in that hole, I'm going to die in that hole. May as well be a grave. (laughs) And then they're like, there was no dignity in it, especially like growing up. Like I'm surprised that I still exist in the world as like a, with a functioning like digestive system yeah given yeah. all the all the holding all the holding <laughs> i know i'm the same so much holding over the oh years oh my god <laughs> and for what like i remember there used to be this show called recess and the famously like the, the main character in recess like would not piss at school and i was like in primary school and i was like well i guess that'll be my personality now i'm like who is that for exactly no one cares cares. it's only yeah you it's one of those things you think people care Mm. more than they do you're the one that cares i will say this though on the lines of like swinging too hard in the other direction Mm. there are people who are very loose with where how and when they shit yeah that's so true and how and and also in what setting they discuss shitting you know like there's some people that are just happy to bring up shitting any time of day any moment yeah and i just don't think it needs to be discussed that often i just i have yeah i just because it is such a visceral thing yeah like 
Forgive us for being a bit grossed out by it, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. The word turd as well. <laughs> so gross. It's so sensorial. I'm thinking of a grandfather. I'm thinking like, I'm not interested in that. Turd. Oh, oh my God. And where's Josie now? Is she like... Has she recovered or is she off the grid? No, she's she's living a normal life, but she's gone full circle back to her old ways. Like she's more uptight about shitting than she was before this whole ordeal. Like now she she's full on about it. Like now now she just holds them or she'll just leave. Like she's in the middle of a dinner party. She'll just be like, hey guys, I got to go home or I've got another she appointment. Leaves. And she just leaves because she just, she now she's like frightened about shitting in public. Oh just, my God. She took that UTI as a sign that she should have never changed her ways. That's the thing. She interpreted it as mm. like, I shouldn't have gone to therapy. I shouldn't have tried to become a more relaxed shitter. Are we too obsessed with signs? Are we too like, it's a <laughs> I sign? So. I think so. I'll take anything as a positive sign, but I never look for negative signs. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, ah, I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Well, I'm really, I'm concerned for Josie, but I understand it's, it's tough going. I went to a, um, drama school (laughs) and everybody was obsessed with like, um, there was this thing where you like, everybody lost a whole lot of weight before third year. And like, just because it was like toxic, like every, you gotta be like Gwyneth Paltrow vibes. Um, and a whole lot of girls started take, uh, drinking skinny me tea. Have you heard of that? No, but does it make you shit a lot? It's just laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and it's like, we'd be in like ballet class and we, <laughs> like, these girls would just like run out of the room. Like, I'm grateful that I never did it because I just don't think I'd be nice. brave enough and just like literally like in leotards and you just see the like color leave their faces oh god oh my god the things we put ourselves through truly was was in at drama school was the the topic of shitting like are people in drama school would you say uptight about shitting like like me and you are well i'd say i am for sure I think I am too. More liberal about it. Like, cause I was imagining drama students, like, you know, you just got to embrace the role. Like, you know, fuck it. We all shit. Like, don't you have to really get in touch with the grossness of humanity to be an actor, you know? Absolutely. I guess that's just why I'm not that good of an actor. (laughs) (laughs) Still find shit in gross. Still find shit gross. I think that I went into the like adulthood thinking that I was pretty chill with gross stuff, but Mm. I think drama school and stories like Josie's has really taught me that there is a line in the sand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to cross it. And that's fine. You don't need to cross it and nor do I. No, we're very open about other things in our lives and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. 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 I'm totally fine with it. I don't think. Yeah. I think I can't. There's like a select group of people that I could maybe <laughs> shit from. <laughs> I was like, where am I going with this? <laughs> I meant like, uh, like talk to about that stuff. Everybody else, I'd be like, it's none of your business. It's none yeah, of your business. Yeah. So yeah. I become like an old yeah. British man where I'm like, I'm not going to tell you anything. 
Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I wish the best for Josie. It just sounds like she's got a lot of therapy ahead of her. Yeah, yeah, if she, she goes does. Back. Yeah, if she goes back, who knows? I don't know if she wants to now. She's so scarred by it all. Oh my god, poor Josie. <laughs> hey, how'd you go with the graffiti that I sent you? I think Very well. Interested. Yeah. I think I uncovered something really interesting. I'm just gonna get yeah. it up on my phone and um, describe it to you. It, there was a lot, a lot going on. It was. Um, hey, it was like is is a lot. I remember. It, I'm getting it up now too. I remember it being quite a lot of writing. Yes, there was like a fair yeah. bit and a little illustration as well. <laughs> um, so it says, "Be who you are." And say how you feel because those who don't mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind which is really sweet wow beautiful. um beautiful stuff uh, far cry from a turd in the hand situation <laughs> a, what a juxtaposition hey <laughs> oh my god and then there's this like weird like frog looking thing that has big mm. teeth that's like kind of like smiling like it's in pain and then it, B-E-A is written, but it looks like someone's tried to write beautiful and then underneath that, uh, and it's in a speech bubble, so it looks like the frog has said it. Mm -hmm. And it says, run all your relationships with dogged sincerity. Mm. Oh, insincerity, I should say. And then... But it's a bit rubbed out, hey. Yeah, it's been somebody's had a go. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And it says, struth. Randomly, this is... Looks like some pretty old texter here. Yep. Just says Struth or caps, yep. um, and it's on one of those like toilet door advertisements where they yep. put like little mental health messages. Yeah. Um, but the 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 advertisement's been ripped off. I mean, we'll get into it, but um, been ripped off and in a way replaced with a different mental health sort of message. Yeah, exactly. A more, a more renegade sort of one. Would you get any of this tattooed on your body? (laughs) If I was going to get any of it, it would be the weird frogman who is, how did you describe it? A frog with big teeth. A frog with big teeth that is smiling as though it's in pain. Yeah. That's so true. I didn't even think about that, but that's exactly the sort of smile that it's doing. That I would, I could, I would get that tattooed on my arm, I reckon. Oh, let's book it in. I'll get a stick and poke. I jokingly asked people if they would get a matching tattoo with me and apparently you can order stick and pokes online. You can get them at your house. Whoa. Like the gun? Yeah. That's dangerous. Oh, How I don't much know if it's a gun. Cost? I think it's a stick. Oh, right. It's a stick and poke. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, so it's yeah, like a little yeah. one so you can like get yeah, them yeah. and just do it at your house. We could stick and poke this little frog man on. If I'm getting the frog, I want the whole thing. I'll get it in my back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to scale. <laughs> I'd love that. And I'm really excited for our matching tattoo. Yeah. Um, great. great. Uh, so this was uh, actually like uh, we're going back a few years. We're going back to the 90s, um, back to like the peak of like the supermodel. Um, yeah. It's very exciting what I've discovered. So... <laughs> Um, we're in the early to mid nineties, like 1993, 94. Um, and we have a supermodel who's like taking over the world right now. She's a real up and comer. Her name is Maggie. Um, and Maggie 
uh, an advertisement that she did that still does the rounds. It's like one of those like Maybelline ads where they still use the chick from um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Um, she's, you know, the one. <laughs> she's around all the time and she's still in this uh, advertisement that's on the back of this bathroom toilet. And that's what was there for years and years and years. Wow. Um, and it's interesting because, and we'll get into it, but she hasn't seen herself in any advertising material or any photographs for a very, very long time. Wow. Because what happened to Maggie is she got Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> she, what? Uh, Which one's Lyme disease? What does that entail? Um, it's when you get bitten by a tick. Uh, and yes. then like your immune system like goes yeah. gets a bit uh fucked and you yeah. have like yeah. chronic fatigue yeah, so yeah. she she had chronic fatigue and one day she was walking the runway and she just started to like sway a little bit and she's wearing these huge stilettos and she fell and she fell onto um naomi campbell's boyfriend <laughs> and it was like and she was like scantily clad and everybody and there were already rumors swirling that she oh, was having really? this affair so we just it was, was there like truth to the rumors or were they just she still swears that there's no truth to the rumors but explain right. the photos maggie that's what i want to know <laughs> there's a lot of photos online a lot of people who were working in hospitality at the time who were told that they served them in secret rooms and stuff yeah, like that yeah. but once a rumor like that gets out, there's no way that you can control it. You know yeah. what I mean? And those pesky hospo workers, you know, you could, like if you're a celeb trying to have an affair, the hospo workers are always going to get you. Absolutely. Yeah. I worked hospo for many years and yeah. I will <laughs> bitch about any Absolutely. of the neighbors cast members that came in <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> Did they really? Whoa, that's cool, Goss. <laughs> Delta Goodrum came in one time um, and she was in Cats and she left um, <laughs> because someone kept yelling cats at her. There was, it was, really? yeah, it was a really weird situation. Um, but I made her a hot chocolate and she is, I mean, not shocking, but she's actually like so beautiful, but in such a like, alien way mm. alien how she looks like an alien <laughs> <laughs> she, like, <laughs> but right, like that way <laughs> but like like i was like you're not you don't look like a human but you're, yeah that's like, interesting beautiful i don't know why i remember this but i've heard one of my friends saw her at the footy and mm. he specifically said like whoa i did not realize how beautiful she is like it's... she's like like you're just magnetized by her apparently. yeah yeah. I feel like the world of like TV and movies is so like everybody's so hot that when you see someone yeah. who's like average looking in real life, you're like, oh, you are incredibly good looking. Yeah, totally, totally. They're like they're a different species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of is nice, a nice way to tie back to Maggie because she is that kind of like alien hot where like girls who would be waiting in casting calls would see her coming and they're like, oh, well, I'll go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No point. Yeah. Um, and she was really successful. She was really on the up and up. Like people in the scene knew who she was, but nobody like at home knew who she was yet. She's not like on Kate Moss level or anything like that. I was going to ask about Kate Moss. Are we operating in Kate Moss timeline? Is this when Kate Moss was like big? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, think, 
<laughs> I'm feeling in my bones that Kate Moss is actually like late 90s, 2000s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like yeah, this. So, so Maggie's pre Kate Moss. Maggie's pre Kate Moss. Maggie has been to. Yeah, she's been to events that Princess Diana is throwing. Yeah. Like that's where she's at. That's, that's yeah, her yeah, timeline. That's her timeline. Cool. Great. Yeah. She's met Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was really handsy. Um, yeah, that was, was going to be my next question. I bet he was. <laughs> bet he was. Don't let me get me started on Prince Andrew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she was on the real up and up. She had this, like, major fall and – she crossed like too many lines. She was she spoke her truth or her opinion a lot. Um, and then when she got sick, everybody just saw it as this like opportunity to just drag her because she couldn't perform the way that she used to. She couldn't do the catwalk. She couldn't do photo shoots because the lights gave her headaches. Um, so she really like struggled. And all of the friends that she thought she knew left her behind. She wasn't invited to parties anymore. She wasn't invited to the Met Gala. Um, wow. Yeah, it was pretty huge for her and she was just at home. Um, she ha- ended up having to go back to her mum and dad's house just to sleep. Is she still, um, while she's got this Lyme, Lyme's Lyme disease? Yes, Lyme's disease. Lyme's disease. <laughs> while she's got this Lyme's disease and she's been dejected by, you know, her peers and all this stuff, um, rejected. Anyway, is she... Is she still beautiful or has she become, does she look fatigued now or is she still like, if she was walking down the street, would people be like, holy fuck? Yeah. You're asking if she's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking if she's lost, has she lost a bit of her shine? She's lost her shine for sure. And, and, And it turns out that most of her shine didn't have anything to do with her looks. It had to do with energy. Right. Um, yeah. and just like a bit of pizzazz and like charisma yeah. and she yeah. is still like charismatic and like loud like she's just a big personality that people are kind of drawn to but she can definitely rub people the wrong way but it is what makes her stand out and she's yeah. kind of lost that effort behind her yeah, and right. she, she would say that it has less to do with um her friends uh, less to do with her like not being um, energized and like struggling with Lyme's disease, but more to do with her, like finding out who her real friends are, which is no one. Wow. I mean, yeah. that would take it out of you. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Yeah. It'd be so sad. I would lose my shine for sure. Yeah. And you've only got a little bit left, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's creeping I away from me. <laughs> I thought you were going to finish that sentence by saying, yeah, and you've got so much of it to lose. <laughs> I was like ready in my head. I was like ready for you to say that. I was like, that is so nice, Jordan. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hate so shy. Thanks. Oh, my thanks. God. Yeah. We're so sensitive. I'm so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's got like no shine left. She's, yeah, she's sad. She's lost and all. she's like getting closer and closer to her 30th birthday, which for a supermodel, yeah. RIP. Yeah, that's the end. Yeah. yeah, that's the end. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, and she kind of goes into this bathroom. It's now like been like 10 years since she's been on the scene. She's like occasionally doing like temp work at different agencies and stuff like that. But she's like long forgotten um, amongst the inner circles. Mm. And she goes into the bathroom and she sees that 
uh, an advertisement with her on it from years ago. Whoa. And she just has all these flashes. Yeah. She's like, I used to have so much like friends and and cocaine and now I have (laughs) (laughs) now I only have cocaine. And she she tears it down and she's like, I hate this. And she writes like um in her scribble, excuse me while I get the um Mm. the text up. She writes, be who you are and say who you what how you feel because those who don't mind fuck those who mind <laughs> don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And that is all in relation to the fact that she, you know, thought she had this great personality, but it wasn't great enough for friends to stick around. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they were fair weather friends. They, they, were, they wanted to be friends when she was at the top of her game. Yes. But. They were absolutely fair weather friends. Do you ever think that there are people who are like bad weather friends? Like friends who like <laughs> only want to be there when you're like sad? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think there are. Yeah. I think there's people that get into relationships with people who are sad because that's this a thing, is isn't true. it? true. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. And then they like, just be sad together. The sadness appeals to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Anyway, <laughs> then, um, and then she drew a, a, the frog tooth picture. Um, wow, she drew the frog. She drew wow. the frog. So she's and not it, only a model, she's also an artiste. Oh, yeah. Well, she's she's doodling. She can't because um, one of the symptoms of chronic fatigue is like not being able to focus on things. So she gets really into drawing because it's like a handy thing to do. makes so much sense. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it. Um, and she drew that frog tooth thing because back in the day um, she was like as like really like alien but beautiful looking people are often called like compared to like animals and stuff like that. Mm. And when people really were being nasty about her, they used to say that she was a frog with big teeth, Whoa. Um, which may be true like in terms of resemblance, but she it's was kind of. It's because yeah. she's got those, you know, she's got those big, beautiful eyes, you know, those really like. Yeah. Those like Mila Kunis eyes. Yeah. You know, massive yeah, yeah. eyes. She's got them, but even more so than even Mila more Kunis. So. And, and the people, big teeth. And the she does also have massive teeth, but very straight, like very nice teeth, but really big. And yeah. so, yeah, people really. Um, they chose that because people were jealous of her big eyes, I reckon. Yeah, 1,000%. And they were like, they can't latch on to anything, so they just latch on to, like, yeah. what they think is her biggest insecurity. And yeah. she's kind of done this as, like, look at me, like, yes, I know. I'm the frog <laughs> that you all talked about. <laughs> and she's like, I'm smiling, but I'm in pain. Like, yeah. I'm still existing, but I'm in pain. Oh, um. And she decides to leave. She'd been trying to like wedge her way back into the industry, like like talk show host kind of vibes, weather lady situation. And after she writes that, she's like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And she start, she becomes a novelist and she writes these um, fiction novels about her time. So it's not, she can't get sued for saying anything because they're technically fiction, but it's very clear um, that they're about like gossiping and stuff like that within the community. Yeah. Um, and she gets kind of a bad name for her, but she doesn't care. Like at this point, she's like, like I've burned so many bridges. I may as well just go ham. Yeah. Um, 
my glasses are like actually filthy. <laughs> this is light change and i'm just like how can i act like see can i see okay that's somewhat better what the hell i i don't know what i was looking at before anyway it's so much better now uh and uh she writes out fro- she draws this frog with a smile and this is like again years and years have passed and these bathrooms i'm telling you they never get updated no one's mm. cleaning yeah. the graffiti it's also in permanent market so it's hard um that empty advertisement is still there no one's bothered to replace it and um naomi campbell comes in and says <laughs> she was really good friends with maggie back in the day until um, maggie possibly did maggie cheat on did maggie yeah maggie with yeah boyfriend yeah yeah, 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 that's it. Right. And and it's rumoured like a few other people's partners as well and it's just a bit like, it's a bit murky. I don't, I'm not really here to comment on that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I wonder, does Maggie ever um, sort of hint at any of this stuff in her fiction novels? Yes, and she yeah. doesn't help herself with the yeah. rumours. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. She does not. And so more stuff is swirling and like... Naomi's like, oh, I really put this to bed, um, but here we are. Mm. And uh, so she writes, run all your relationships with dogged insincerity. And that's kind Whoa. of a, a smart-ass remark Whoa. at how insincere um, Maggie was. And, I mean, and, and Maggie's doing much better now health-wise. She seems to have found a treatment that works for her. Um, and I think that her issue is that she was kind of delusional in thinking that everybody loved her for her big personality and her honesty and everybody was just kind of around her because they thought that they could get something out of her, which she Free then, Coke. Yeah, free Coke. I was like, yeah. Coca-Cola? I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I mean, maybe that too. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe they got a fridge in the office. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and and um, Naomi just was kind of like jabbing back at her, just being like, oh, oh, you think you're so holier than thou? Well, here you go. How about you just run everything with dogged insincerity? Yeah, so Naomi's yeah. insinuating. So Naomi's seen it and gone, ah, yeah. oh, I know that f- that frog that looks like it's in pain. I could spot that frog that looks like it's in pain yeah. anywhere. That's Maggie. Like I, I can tell Maggie's written this. And then mm. she's she's insinuating that Maggie the frog is saying, run all your relationships with dogged insincerity. Is that right? Yes. Wow. And wow. Um, it's a pretty good jab. It's a pretty Naomi. great jab. And it's a pretty good find as well because everybody was always like, random thing to put in this modeling agency toilet door, <laughs> but sure. But uh, Naomi Campbell's read the books and Maggie pairs the books with illustrations. illustrations. And she was like, I know this bitch. I know, the, I know the frog. I know it. And, oh, my God. So this agency also represents Ray Ma from Whoa. Home and Away. <laughs> Who comes in and sees this and is just like compelled to just write Struth. Yeah. And is he, when he writes Struth, is he writing it from the perspective of, is he aware of who's written all the stuff before and, and what the drama is? Or is he just he's, seen it and not known and just written Struth? He's got no idea. No he's idea. just like, there's he's some like, drama. Something's going on. I here. tense the drama. <laughs> so he was like, Struth. But he's also known to reply to Struth. people's toilet graffiti with Struth. It's Struth. It's like his calling card. It's his thing. That's how it you know certainly he's is. taking a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so that's that. Um, Maggie, she's still like a really famous novelist. I hear a Netflix series is coming out. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it a um, is it a scripted like is, has she written a scripted series or is it like a documentary style? I'm picturing sort of like the mm-hmm. Last Dance, but oh, like sure. the years of Maggie, the nineties. Yeah, I think it's world. like that. Like straight to like camera, like you know, interviews yeah. and and having them reflect on things by showing them the iPad footage of the other person talking about different incidents, you know. So Is that, that what you know, they do? Yeah, like they'll give. So say Michael Jordan's on camera, they'll give him the iPad, and on the iPad, it's got someone else he used to play with in another interview saying like, "Yeah, I always thought Michael was a bit of a dick." And they watch Michael's reaction. Everything's so reaction based in the culture we live in these days. All yeah. anyone cares about is reactions. Anyway, that's oh, every, that's our whole world. I remember like, when like Gogglebox came out, and I was like, mm, people watching TV, ew. Yeah. And then now I'm like, Gogglebox is great. Yeah, that's like that's like all of YouTube now. It's just like everything gets rewatched to, and then you watch the rewatching. And I guess this is us reacting to graffiti. It's true, exactly. Well, the true. difference is this is investigation. Exactly, we're, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're studying it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just feeding it. Wow, um, what, a, what, yeah. a, what a crazy drama. It's like... I know. It's all... It's, it's like one of those dramas. It, it lives up to the, the model, the glitz and glamour, you know? It's, mm. it's totally... It's got all the twists and turns of a... Um, you know what I mean? It's very... Uh, it's like Gossip Girl. It's like Gossip Girl. It's, yeah. It's, it's almost... It's a bit like Pride and prejudice or something. It's yeah. like a real drama. <laughs> but um, thank you for that. that um, yeah, so, so she's doing well now. Oh my god, so well. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't worry about her at all. Yeah. I think she just doesn't have many friends, but she's spent so long without friends that that's just become her like thing now. It's her default. Yeah. 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 She'll she'll do anything, which is why like people are so scared of her because she's like, I've got nothing to lose. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine she's probably like been someone who's sort of thrived in the new COVID world, just sort of lockdowns and stuff yeah she's banging she out novels anyway. yeah yeah, exactly. yeah she's just she's just writing all day she's one of those people that's like i've been isolating for years yeah yeah exactly um i've got one for you for next week yes. i'm really keen for you to um investigate hang on let me that's just exciting. Is it as gross as your last one? No. <gasps> I figured out why it's gross because I'm not looking at bathroom graffiti. I'm looking at something called bathroom graffiti porn. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this one fits with that as well. This one's good. Oh, yeah. This one, I'm actually quite excited <laughs> about this one, to be honest. I think this is, I think with this one, I think it could be a case of like there's a lot more than meets the eye. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So Jordan sent me, and I'm just so excited to dive into this investigation of this graffiti. It's a, a blue sort of wall, um, a bit of a worn out wall. Looks like it's got like a lot of scuffs and maybe been repainted a few times. And then in black, I'm going to say sharpie, but it's a bit of a it's a bit of an interesting. <laughs> it's a bit of a thinner sharpie than we're used to. You've become here. quite a connoisseur of the texture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. I have, haven't I? 
you were freezing while you were laughing and you were like coming in and out uh you you were freezing oh that's scary is it scary you were freezing while you were sipping your drink and i thought you'd just like paused like you weren't sure whether to have a sip of your drink or not anyway um and what it says in this writing it says your mum is a nice lady thank you she is be interpreted many ways (laughs) yeah yeah she's lovely i'm very excited to find out what the context was around this and and what they meant by that yeah so am i i gotta tell you that when i saw that i did not think of it in the pornographic way at all but now knowing that i'm on toilet graffiti porn i'm like Yeah, it changes things, doesn't it? It changes but, things. You know, the the person who put this on toilet graffiti porn might have completely misinterpreted the way it was desired, you know? Like it, yeah, and that's exactly why we're here. Exactly. Like, this that's is actually our job. <laughs> really like self-gratifying. Is totally. that the word? Yeah. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one for you. Oh my I'm God, really great. excited to see what what you find out about this. Um, I've just sent it now. It's also in a toilet. <laughs> oh my God, great. Um, so this is on a little uh, sanitary pad uh, disposable bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it says, <laughs> I'm so sorry you're going through this. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that one's quite. <laughs> I really feel that one when I read yeah. it. It's like, whoa, yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm really excited to have a look at this one. I think, I think this is nice. This is such a nice wholesome week for us. True, true. I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a far cry again from believing Let's never in bring that shit. up again. <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm so angry at myself, but I'm glad that we got the story of Josie. Yeah, no, we need we needed to get to the bottom of it. It was good. Absolutely. Well, that's the end of our episode. Thanks oh, for listening, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, what? No, that's it. We haven't no, done. That's it. We don't have any audience wrecks because we don't have an audience. No, no, no. But we Another will time. soon. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. At this point in the podcast, we will review your. No, not review. We'll investigate your graffiti that you send in to us on our Instagram. So start doing that when you're listening to this. Amazing. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone.